It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. All right, let's turn now to our next guest. Uh, in Texas 6, we have a special election underway, and of course, that is uh, to replace uh, Congressman lost to COVID-19, uh, the tragedy there. However, we have a Republican district. We still have challenges, and we have Democrats looking to take a seat because their margin is slim in the House. Siri Kim is running uh, in that district, and she joins me now. Siri, good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So let's go to something in your background that caught my attention first, and is that you're a former uh, assistant administrator for the Small Business Administration. Uh, the business background, and it's the economics of communities that allows them to afford all other things. When you look at your district, how do you assess the district and its needs from that perspective? What a wonderful question. I mean, I think the number one need is to actually get back to business. 99.9% of all businesses in Tarrant, Ellis, Navarro County, Texas is six, where I'm running for Congress, are small in the sense that they are owned by usually two people, a husband and wife combo. For the last 14 months, we have been lied to by the socialist Democrats and been told that we need to stay home in order for our economy to survive and that they, Nancy Pelosi, and they, Joe Biden, will just give you checks of $1,400 every few months in order to survive. That's not the solution. Allowing Americans, allowing Texans to open their businesses, get to work, that's the solution. All right. We're faced with a lot of challenges, Siri. Uh, you are facing another challenge. Un Sadly, not a new thing in politics, but dirty politics. And you recently filed a $10 million defamation lawsuit against the Texas Tribune. What was the genesis of that case? What happened and why did you file the lawsuit? I filed the lawsuit for one reason. I mean, the liberal media, they lie about conservatives. Your viewers can't see me, but I am a young Asian woman, and I had a debate where I was talking about the Chinese Communist Party, a legitimate global threat so severe that every single intel agency testified in front of the Senate yesterday and said the number one threat was the Chinese Communist Party. And because I called them out for originating coronavirus in Wuhan, because I called out the Chinese part, Communist Party for stealing our intellectual property. The Washington Post, CNN, and all these news outlets said that I, as an Asian person, was anti-Asian. But the Texas Tribune went so far as to say that I was racist. And that's wrong. This is why good people don't run for office. We are no longer allowed to have honest, conversations about issues that are important in society if you are a conservative. You're automatically a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a horrible person. And that is what I'm fighting against, these lies. You know, when you look at 
the various uh, issues in Texas right now, and they have various effects on the community, the economy, the culture, the resources. You have a problem on the southern border, but it makes its way all the way across the state. What's the effect of the Biden border policies in your district, and how would you address them if you were elected to Congress? So the the non-policies of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is basically so horrible to my district. We actually voted to not put in a migrant detention center in Corsicana because what you're saying is basically three, four, five thousand not children, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds, the average age of a cartel member is 15 years old. And the Biden administration is saying to my constituents, hey, we're going to put 5,000 of them in Corsicana. We're not going to test them for COVID. We're not going to make sure that they aren't here um, for nefarious purposes. And we're just going to put them in your community for an indefinite period of time. And, oh, by the way, it's going to cost you as a taxpayer $400 a night to house these illegal immigrants. I mean, it's just shocking the lack of care and concern that Biden has for Texans. And the number one thing that you can do as any member of Congress is enforce the law. We don't need anything fancy, new, or sexy when you get elected to Congress. Just do what you've been told to do. Honor the Constitution. Enforce the law. Let's go further on this issue of immigration, legal versus illegal. Now, you're uh, first generation immigrant to this country. And I hear from a lot of people in this audience, the ones who did it legally and, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for some years in the making. Uh, Little has been done for decades now to really address not only illegal immigration, but legal immigration and a system that has well over 4 million people in the State Department filing timeline. I mean, this is something that needs to be fixed. How would you address it? So it's three quick and easy fixes, in my opinion. First and foremost, you don't have an electronic system to enforce legal immigration. What I mean by that is the federal government still does a lot of things via paper, paperwork. And you can imagine when you're filing the paperwork, my parents waited 10 years in Korea while their paperwork was being processed by the United States government. We have to go away from paper and make it electronic. The second thing is, is the indexing of how many people can come from various countries. We do not index the amount of people that can come in from, let's say, South Korea versus China. And so if we are very concerned about what the Chinese Communist Party is doing, then we need to make sure countries that are strategic partners to the United States, like Korea, are allowed to have more of their citizens come into this country than the Chinese Communist Party, who are sending their people here to spy on Americans. And the third thing is a lot of Illegal and legal immigration comes down to this feel-good mantra that, like, AOC and the squad is always focused on, which is that, oh, we have to help illegal immigrants because those poor children, you know, they come here for the American dream. Let me tell you, I was two years old when I came over here into this country. There are millions 
of us who are legal immigrant children who come here for the exact same American dream. But where is the squad and where is the liar that is Nancy Pelosi that will not place the privileges of those who are coming here to enforce the Constitution as opposed to people who come here just to take? And, and it's just... It's very frustrating to me because we should ensure that the number one action that you do before you become an American is that you obey the law. Well, that would be a good starting point, but we know that that, well, doesn't fit a particular ideology in your opponents, of course, in the primary, along with other Republicans, but on the Democrats who will oppose whoever the Republican candidate is at the ballot box. You've talked about the Chinese Communist Party, and this is a distinction that I often repeat. The difference between the people and the party, uh, the Communist Party in any form in any country has destroyed societies, whether it be the Soviet Union, Cuba, uh, Venezuela, other nations where they've had significant power. In Congress, the Democrats have the majority. The Biden administration uh, doesn't seem to be, you know, as concerned about the Chinese Communist Party moves in the Indo-Pacific region, including, you know, your ancestral home. If they continue to move, the Asia waters become much more dangerous and the Asia lands. What would you say to, what would you like to see as a strategy to counter Chinese uh, expansion or China's expansion? Well, number one is that we have to hold China accountable in all things. I mean, you and I both know that Joe Biden doesn't want to be tough on China because his family has gotten a billion dollars from it. Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to be tough on China because she borrows trillions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party for her quote-unquote $2 trillion infrastructure plan. This is the problem, is that the Democrats need the Chinese Communist Party money, so they don't care what the CCP does as long as the bottomless reservoir of communist money is available for their engendered socialist policies. And so what I would hope to do as a member of Congress is that if you want to match up with China, and China's GDP is going to surpass the United States by the end of 2022, is you have to make them play by the rules. If they steal our intellectual property, then they need to pay for it. If the Chinese Communist Party goes into Chaikong and goes into waters that they're not supposed to, like in the South Asian seas, then they need to be told to leave. If they go into Africa and they turn an entire continent into their own minimum wage, no wage labor force, then we need to make sure the Chinese Communist Party lives up to the human rights standards of this world. This is the problem with an airhead like AOC. She doesn't understand the global dynamic. She can't even put together an IKEA end table. And it's incumbent upon us that when we choose an elected member of Congress, you choose somebody like Sari Kim, who is very passionate about the issues, but is also knowledgeable about it. I mean, I spoke all the time. I'm so nervous. You have to pause it there for time, Siri, but uh, and good timing because you got your uh, website in there, S-E-R-Y-Siri-for-Texas.com. Uh, running in Texas 6 in that special election, and a former small business administrator for the region. Thank you, Siri. Thank you. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on Sirius XM Patriot 125.